Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and whatever time of day it is you're listening to this. Welcome to the Texas Podcast Media and the 5-9-N High School Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Craig Irwin, uh, with 5-9-N Sports. Been covering high school football for, I don't know, the last 20 years or so. And uh, got a new sidekick in the booth with me this year as uh, we're getting started with this new venture with Texas Podcast Media. But uh, world-renowned uh football anthropologist toby tullis in the house with us welcome and uh, glad to be here man i'm glad to have you i've only been trying to do this for what about four years get you in here it's been a while it's been a while we finally decided to venture on out huh yeah you got ventured out now we're getting started and and i mean just all kinds of new stuff going on and and you know i'm sure brian's going to end up brian best with polk county enterprise he's going to end up coming in here and sitting talking with us uh as we uh, progress on through the season and get the regular season underway which is i mean we're a week away get there uh, got scrimmages this week and and uh then we go into uh pre-district football games for a weeks lot of, of excitement that. man this time of year it just uh man to see everybody come together and the kids get excited and it's just gonna be neat it's gonna be a lot of fun lots of fun uh, yeah and, so and you know it's like there's been so much time was it been like seven months since what are we in august so it's been yeah, eight months eight months since we've had high school football like playoffs for real. and yeah and uh <coughs> excuse me you know you and i we we spent a little time on the road this we did this last postseason. We caught some uh, good games. Got some really good games. You uh, you got to watch uh, what Duncanville a couple times. Yeah, we got to watch Duncanville a few times. Uh, we followed Lumberton for a while there. Yep, they had a good stint. A yeah. lot of fun watching those that that program. And you you know you talk about Lumberton with where they were. You know, just a few short years ago, and how they've built and shaped up in that district that they're in. To, to be the top dog. That's it's, right. They've been a lot of fun to watch. I know we went and watched them at Texan – was it Texan Drive? Right there at New Caney. Yeah, in New Caney. And, yep. and uh, I ended up hanging out with a bunch of guys from Lumberton that follow our podcast and stuff and hanging out with them them folks before the game and, and then going to the game and enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot of a lot of fun. We went and watched that game there at Texan Drive. Then then we go back and watch Chapel Hill. Yep, we again sure did. the following yep. weekend, and it when was it cold as, yes, <laughs> cold and wet, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we 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 uh, braved the storm there. We did. We made it quarter to quarter, you yep. know, uh, from right. buzzer to buzzer, I guess. And, That's right. Uh, got rolling with that one. That was a lot of fun. That watched was a whole Chapel lot of fun. Hill uh, play that game, and then uh, and me and you and and we took. Took, took our little, little buddy. Yeah, we took little Case. Took little Case. He went on a road trip. Guys, yeah. I'm telling you, so Toby hits me up. He goes, uh, he said, man. Let's go watch them in the Woodlands. Let's go watch the Woodlands in Duncanville play. And uh, I said, all right, I'm down. He said, uh, he said, all right. And uh, I said, I think Case is going to go with us. Case is my three-year-old, right? And, and he <laughs> – he had turned three. Well, he just turned three. He it was two turned, at the time. Yeah, he was no, young. he was two at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're we're going back and forth. Like, yeah, Case is going to go. He's like, heck yeah, you know. And and Toby's got a boy named Case, freshman in high school this year. So, uh, Toby and Craig and Case squared loads up load up into Yoda, and uh, we went to the field. That's right. And uh, Case, he was a trooper. Long drive up there, long drive back, and uh, he had oh, a good yeah. time. And that's what's fun about that time of year is, you know, loading up and, and traveling and seeing the countryside, finding good places to eat, looking at the new stadiums. Yeah. You know I mean? That, that just the whole excitement of that, or, you know, seeing a team that's done real well and you hadn't seen another team and you're like, Hey, let's go catch this game. I think this would be a good one. And that's kind of what we did that day. That, it and, it uh, was. And, and I'm a small school guy. Mm-hmm. I love the small school stuff, uh, football. I went to a lot of games in the postseason, uh, did some a lot of games. And, and I say small school. I'm like 4A Division two and down is, is my bread and butter. That's what that's I really right. like. Little Toby likes towns. in big schools. Well, I like a little bit of both. Uh, I think the big, the big school stuff kind of excites me a little bit because you got so many good athletes on the field. Yes. And to see uh, – the coaches put all that stuff together is just exciting to me to watch. Uh, it's, it's a little different than 
than the smaller stuff, but I love the small school stuff too. I mean, nothing's better than a one horse town and the community to get behind yes. it. Yes. And that's kind of what we, we grew up at in Cleveland. That's the way that was. Right. Uh, but, so that's, that's what I'm used to. Uh, but you know, over the last several years, I've gotten to go to watch a lot of the bigger school stuff and it just, it's, it's fun. It's seeing a little bit of both is, is a lot of fun to go watch. And as we progress through this season, we're going, we're going to talk about a bunch of different things and, and we're really going to focus on the 59 North corridor, right? That's right. And, and then branch down into Southeast Texas, uh, the Jasper, uh, Vider, PNG, you know, the some of those games. Over there. Yeah, the Golden Triangle down there. A lot of football tradition in that side. A lot of tradition, a lot of talent in That's there. Right. And, but as we progress, you got a big tie to high school football. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to talk about your brother oh, yeah. a little bit and uh, with what he's got going and, and, and his journey as he's he's made it through. I, I, I remember Toby – or, excuse me, Ricky all the way back from – when he was in Splendora That's and right. then up in Livingston and, and his venture to winning a state championship at George Ranch and stuff. So we'll get to – we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff. A little so, bit of everything. Yeah, this this show is going to have a lot of good content overall. Oh, yeah. And um, we're excited to bring it to you. We're going to do things this week a little bit different. We're just shooting from the hip. We got – I got a little bit of notes that we put together. Um, Toby and I went and watched Cold Spring scrimmage this last week, Cold Spring and Livingston. This last week, Cold Spring has East Chambers Thursday night in a scrimmage oh, yeah. uh, that we're going to be over there and watch. And I'm sure we're going to find somewhere to go on Friday night. I'd be willing to bet you're going to watch Brian somewhere. We're going to go somewhere. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And what makes it even cooler with Toby is is his oldest boy is uh, playing varsity football this He's year. A junior. Play, as a junior. Yep. He played last year, was there. And, and uh, so it's going to be a little bit different avenue sitting up there in the booth and, and being able to talk and oh, yeah. and uh, doing the games, the play-by-plays there on 102.3, the Eagle out of Livingston, Texas, uh, doing those games on the radio. And then as we expand on to go to the postseason, we'll follow – we'll carry Cold Spring all the way through. And then um, I'm sure we'll pick up and, you know, go do some Livingston games, Corgan games. And, uh, boy, Corgan had a great run this last year. They sure did. Uh, through the playoffs. Coach Ratliff and his staff did a great job. They were senior heavy, like 21 seniors That's on right. that football team. Right. But uh, I, I, I rode on their coattail all the way through the playoffs uh, it, until they lost out up in Henderson. And uh, that's something else we're going to talk about is uh, over the next 15 to 20 weeks is football stadiums, you know. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. Gosh, there is. Lots. And, I mean, nothing's cooler than going to Jasper, Texas, to the old stadium there and, and watching a game inside the stone. You know, that was just memories that I yeah. grew up and, and getting to go to places like that was Even was as neat. much so, Liberty. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Liberty's old stadium. They're yes. still playing in that stadium. Still playing in it. Yep. Livingston Stadium. Yeah, you know, very old. That, that, that stadium has been open time. since the 30s. That's right. You my, know? my grandfather played there. That, that's a I got to play there, right? That's <laughs> uh, and they're still doing it. So yeah, still playing uh, there. But I thought the other day when they might would do the scrimmage there, but they did it at their new complex, which is going to be very nice. Obviously, that is going to be nice. Once continue they get to that keep developed. adding to that. There, that's that's a lot of excitement there in Livingston. Nice turf facility. Very there. nice. Very uh, very nice couple, track. It, it's ready uh, to go. Yeah. Other than stands, other than stands. bathrooms, right there by their locker room. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that, that's going to be pretty neat. It is going to be neat. I'm excited to see that area grow here in the next couple of years and what they got coming. It's going to be a lot of fun and exciting for that town as fast as what it's growing. And, you know, they're playing 4A Division Two right now. Their new realignment comes up in 2024, so it's going to be interesting to see, see which way they go. Which way they go. Are they yep. going to go up to Division One? or are they going to jump all the way to 5A? Right. You right. know? That's right. Uh, so I'm excited to uh, see that. But see all man, that happen. I've been to, I've been to every stadium up 59 from Houston, from the Beltway. We'll say Beltway right. on the north side of town. I've done a game at every stadium from the Beltway all the way to Nacogdoches along neat? 59. <laughs> it, it, it's it's neat. And watching yeah. the way some of these stadiums have grown. Oh yeah, Splendora. Yep. Right, the That's way right. that stadium has grown, uh, they added turf, videotron. They, oh, yeah. you know, increased the square footage a little bit there in their press box, new stands, 
a lot of real neat with what they did did there. Uh, That's right. That whole athletic complex, turf baseball field, softball field. Well, they've and just the grown field. so much over the last they have. ten years. You know, I mean, uh, it don't even look the same. Goes it don't back even feel to, the same. Well, <clears throat> you go back to Toby when Ricky was in Cleveland. That's right. right. That'd have been two thousand and seven. That nine. That was whenever I was starting my radio broadcasting. I remember back we would then. tailgate. Yeah, we'd all tailgate. With Neil Robert Stuckey Allen. and them was that's right. Was yeah, beast mode. Yep, that's back right. in the day. That's right. It, he had the lowered one ton Chevrolet. That's and, right. We would set up and we kind of started something there for a while. That was a lot of fun. It was. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And and Robert Howe and, and another guy was doing the radio. And, that's right. Uh, Robert missed a game. Well, had to miss a game. He was going out of town or something. Right. And, and uh. He said, "Hey man, why don't you go do that game? You know, and uh, with with uh, God, Mark was his name. With that's Mark. where it all started, and that's where it, we went to Sealsby. Right, and uh, so I went down there to Sealsby to do that game. And uh, man, I had some of that good Brookshire Brother fried chicken up that's in right. there. <laughs> and uh, that was the first game I did, like did, right, and right. Uh, it was Cleveland Sealsby. You got hooked. I, I was. Yeah. I was already. And I hooked. remember you telling me, "Hey, I want to announce games." And, and and I remember you were interested in and, that. And even – but then – And that I, went over to the radio side. Right. Yeah. I was wanting to do the house. You were wanting to do the house, yeah. Yeah. And I just – I knew I could get the fans into it and That's everything right. else. And then it fell into this, this the radio The McMahon career. guy was doing that for a really long time there in Cleveland. Yes. And I don't I, know if he still does it I or think not, he but, is. But I, he was doing it for a really long time. Yep. So – I remember you wanting to, to I was get wanting into to slide that. in there and yeah. – and, uh, Ended up in the radio deal, and uh, I think it's paid off. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's paid off. It's been – Absolutely. It's, I don't want to say a career. It's been a hobby that mm-hmm. I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed over the last, you know, gosh, 10, 12, 13, 15 years, yeah, something like that. you've been like at that. it pretty hard. And we had the 59 North for a while. 2012 we started really? that. Really? I knew it's been a while. And we have, I don't know, 9,000 followers on That's that right. page. And you need that. I mean, yes. nothing's better than to go and get updates or – uh, just kind of see what's going on. You know, you can only be at one place. And right. so when you have a website like that, you have a network, which it allows everybody to, to yes. flow information into it. And, and then it's just, it, everybody benefits from it. You know, when I started. So we needed that. When I started 59 North High School Sports, when I started that, um, I had website and everything else up. And I had a scoreboard on that website. And I had people at games in the area, and they were sending the scores. And I had an intern that was working. And uh, he worked for Whataburger and Snacks. Is that right? Is, is, and I would pick up a high schooler that was in, like, the AV class or something like that, right. computer technology. I would grab a high schooler, and uh, they would meet me, and I'd take them to the games. And uh, back then, the districts were, you know, we were all pretty close. They'd have to travel for And uh, so they would drive with me to the games. And then after the games, we'd go to Whataburger and I'd feed them. And sometimes if it was early enough, we'd hit DQ on the way. That's right. But uh, we did. We And the first weekend, I, I got it all started and got the website up first of August of, the, of 2012. The first regular season football game. The server crashed. Oh, <laughs> and I called my web designer. I said, "Cindy, I said we're in a we're in a posi- we're in a predicament." I said, "I can't have this." She said, "You had over a hundred and fifty thousand people hitting your website, that and that's what crashed it." Yeah. And I said, "Really?" And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "I'm moving you over to your own server." So she did, and, and it worked uh, ever since. And it worked ever since, and it got to where it was hard to find somebody right. to to stay with us. So. To, to run that, and I couldn't broadcast the games and run the website at the same time. And this was over like a two-year span. Right. So I decided, what if I make an app? What if I make an app, we'll put all the games in, people can update it, and people can use that app and keep up with the scores. Right. So I called my web designer. I said, hey, this is my thought. This is what I'm wanting to do. And she said, man, that's a great idea. She's like, great concept with what you're wanting to do. So she starting to develop, starts developing it. And it was July of 2014, I guess it was. And um, she calls me. She says, hey, I'm fixing to send you a file. I'll pull it up, you know. And, and she had been working on it. We had been talk to, talking about it. And I said, all right. So, and it's laid out. Just like I wanted it, the whole nine yards. Um, 
and she had added some a couple other features that we had talked about but wasn't sure. She's like, look at it, tell me what you think. Anyway, that same year is when South uh, Fox Sports Southwest launched their app with all the scores and stuff. This is that right? It was out before I could launch mine. Right. And so I was like, you know what? I just spent some time and some money on something, and I'm just going right. to have to let it go. But, uh, you know, they, they've had that app going for now since then, and they had to make some changes due to a buyout and so on and so forth. The app was flawless, perfect. And then they started it, making changes. Yes. And everybody's like, I can't get mine to work. What's the deal? Right. So, oh, yeah, I am the same thing too, you know. Yes. <laughs> that it, one year it was, uh, yeah, kind of frustrating. So I think what had to happen is they had to make some changes to it due to copywriting, right? They bought so. it from – Dave Campbell's bought right. it from Southeast uh, from Fox Sports Southwest whenever right. Bally's bought all of that – Right, a lot of change. Yeah, change went on. So they had to make some adjustments uh, to the app. And, and, you know, really and truly, it works good now. But uh, there's some guys up out of uh, northeast Texas that have put together an app. And uh, it's NETX, uh, Northeast Texas Sports, I believe, is is, is what they're calling. Fix and pull it up. Uh, they had – NETSN, uh, Northeast Texas Sports uh, Network Live, they have an app now. So you need to go in there and uh, jump on that app because if you follow Northeast Texas, that's going to definitely be somewhere that you want to go to stay up on those scores. And it's and in it's that a, area. In that area, right, yes. Right. So, uh, be, dang sure want to get in there with so those So, let me ask you this real quick, not to back up, but so when you started the, the 59 North Sports, yeah. what was your goal? I mean, at the end of the day, what was you – what were you trying to get to? Were you were you envisioning it where it is today? Or were you – what was your vision when you did that? My vision on this uh, originally, um, right, is I always wanted to do the podcast. Right. It, it was something that I wanted to do. Uh, I, w- I wanted to do pregame shows, postgame shows, you know, covering all things high school sports. Right. Well, I have a career, right, and, and I got to work for a living, and I make pretty good money at what I do. And it's not just the money but the benefits as well that I have, right, right? retirement, so on and so forth. So whenever, whenever I got started with this, it was, it was a hobby type deal. And if I can make some money at it, great. If not, okay, too. Um, obviously I'd like to, it just at least recoup my calls. So that's how that's, that was my vision when I got started. And when we got started the first year I had it started, right. I was at the games doing the scoreboard and I was, um, doing a post game show at the home games for cold spring. I was doing a post game show here at Paradise Grill. And uh, we'd go in there after the game. Of course, this is in the Barbay era, right? So we would go in there and do a post-game show. A lot of players would come in. I mean, the place would be packed. Great atmosphere. Yeah, it was. We would set up on this one wall, and people would just surround us, right? Right. And uh, it it was so much fun. And uh, I, I did it on my own. And I would go through, and I'd recap scores and so on and so forth. Right. And uh, so the next year, Elmer Luck and I were doing the games, uh, Cold Spring games. So the next year, I decided I was going to do a post-game show in studio, right? Right. Be a little bit easier. I could follow the scores, be a little bit more organized and stuff. So about halfway through the season, not even halfway, about four games in, I was doing the post-game show at the studio uh, Nick was in there, or Jr. One of the two would be in there and, and kind of doing the post game show with me. Well, Elmer was doing the games by himself, and doing a football game by yourself is is hard, <laughs> yeah. right? So I I said, you know what, I I can't do. I I need to go back and do the. Need games. to go help out. So I went back and and started doing the games, and it was, you know. I was back in my wheelhouse, right, you know, right. and, normal. and had to intern up back into updating website and all that good stuff. And, and it, and like I say, I got to a point where I couldn't get interns. They, you know, high school kids are wanting to go do this and want right. to go do that. It, and it just, it made it to where it was hard. So I, uh, 
went away from the website and just stuck solely to the Facebook. And I'm like, man, I need to grow. I need to do this. I need to do that. And, you know, life got a little less busy, if you will. And uh, with all of that, James Heffley, Heavenly, picked him up. Takes the pictures and all? Yeah. So – he he was at a Cleveland game and shot some pictures and reached out to me and wanted to know if he could post them to my Facebook page. Yeah. And I said, most definitely. And uh, so I gave him admin, you know, yeah. to the Facebook yeah. page. And 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 he's kind of handled all of the photographer aspect. Right. I don't make any money off of the photographers. Right, right. Uh, there's been thoughts and talk about creating a website for the photographers to be able to upload and people be able to go through and buy and me get like a dollar a picture or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not ever been about the money in that aspect for me. It's about capturing moments and being able to broadcast moments of these kids' careers and and be able to uh, let the parents enjoy that. And and, and it's really grown. James has done a great job on his side with the photographers, I mean, I think we have six or seven that go around the There's area. There's a lot. There's a lot gets posted on there. Yeah, some volleyball stuff got posted. I seen. Yeah, volleyball. I mean, and, and they go shoot. Man, them guys, they go shoot games. Like they'll they'll be at a volleyball game on Tuesday. They'll be at a volleyball game Thursday, Friday, right? Or keep part of a game it. on Friday, and then go to a football game Friday night. And uh, man, they're just they're uploading and they're doing their deal and they're selling pictures. And I, dude, I'm thankful for them because they've helped me grow. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And uh, so it's been a big – that's been a big aspect of it. Um, so did you ever get – Did I mean, did the forum ever come into play, like where you would create a forum? So on the website, I was I was going to do that. And, you know, SETX Sports, they mm-hmm. have a great page over there. They've right. been running it since, what, about 06 or so. Time, yeah. Uh, and I'm a part of that. And, it, and I get in there and I chime in uh, on a lot of different things. But – I wanted to do the form page. I wanted something that was my own, and right. I didn't want to copy somebody. Right, I got you. Right, and uh, but so, there's a lots of them. That, what is it, Smoky? Yeah, old, uh, that's one of them. Old uh, Coach has got Old some. Coach. Yeah. So what what I like about it is is like you know we're here in East Texas. Something's going on in Central Texas. Mm-hmm. You can log on to one of their forms up there, and you'll get a lot of information. Same for Southeast Texas. So right. when you had started the 59 North, I think there was a lot of excitement that you know, our area was going to get a little more coverage than what we were getting down Southeast Texas, you know, because those are going to be your Viders and your West Oranges and, uh, and, and know, they do no wrong schools. over there. They, and so you're wanting to get talked about, you know, over in Cold Springs or Cleveland or Splendor, any of those. Right. And so when the five, eight, five, nine come in, you know, Hey, that was a, it was, it was something that I, I did have on my website. That's why I asked you, what was your envision? And I wanted to, I wanted to do something similar to that, and I had it up. And it takes time, you know, to right. build, and and you got to have people go in and, and topics, and and we had the forum page up, and it just it never gained traction. Right. And uh, I think at that time there was just no coverage, and and people were learning. Right. right? right. You had some teams centrally located that were having success. In that time, Cleveland was, Cold Spring was, mm-hmm. you know, Huffman was having some really good years. And you think back to that district and, and where I was going earlier, you know, when Ricky was, was in Cleveland, was, man, that was a fun district. Yeah, that was really exciting. It was. You had Liberty. Well, you know, Splendor had dominated for a while there. Right. They were good for two or three years, and then Cleveland was pretty good for two or three years there. And then Cold Springs was pretty much good that whole time, but they really went on the tear in 2010. Right, and, uh, and it went longer, but not to take anything away from those teams prior to them because they were really good teams. No, they were, and it was just uh, a matter of who Huffman went to Division would come one. in. I think they were yes. throwing the ball a lot at the time. Yeah, they had uh, them twin brothers. Yeah, uh, so they they were a good team. Uh, yeah, I mean that was that was some really good football back then. I mean it really was because it was a lot of those schools at that time hadn't had the growth. You know, now Splendor's you know taking off. I mean Cleveland's playing the Woodlands. Yeah, Huffman's uh, taking off. Huffman's I'm, taking off. Yep. Uh, you know, so everything's just kind of come north and has changed. And yes. uh, so I don't know that it will ever be like you know that it was then. We'll never have that fun of a district. That's right. That's again. right. We 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 won't. And yep. you know, even the Cold Spring Cleveland games. I mean, you you oh, you man. remember you talk about those games. Wasn't they some man, good ones? They were complete sellouts. Yeah, standing, standing room, room only. only. Yeah. It, it, I, it didn't matter where you were at, Cleveland yep. or Cold Spring. That's right. It was standing room only all the way around the track. That's and, right. And they would 
I know in Cold Spring, they bring in extra bleachers and put them at the end zone. That's right. Uh, for that game, the Battle of the Seas, man, man. that was a legendary game. every one of game. them would come down to really a close game. It, it would. I it, mean, final, I can still remember one of the years seconds. in Cold Springs, it, I think Cleveland ran a 30-yard um, draw play right up the middle to score at the very end of the game, you know. To get the win. Yeah, to get the win. Yeah. And and most of the time, it decided the district championship. It, it did. You know. And, so, and, yeah, and it, it was – and, you know, everybody kind of knew everybody, you know. Yes. Uh, a lot of Cleveland's districts in San Jacinto County and a lot of Cold Springs district, obviously, San Jacinto County. And so, you know, just everybody knows kind of everybody. So, there's a lot of history there. Uh, yeah, that was neat. That, that was a that, lot of fun That was a lot of fun. Then. And then you talk about the amount of talent that come out of oh, this man. area. You know, and, and you go back to Ricky's days. I mean, I mean look. You had Cedric Reed, yeah. right? Marcus With, Mallet. Marcus Mallet. Went on to play at TCU. Um then you had Kevin uh, Strong. Yep. Playing in the NFL. Playing now. in the NFL. He's for, right. playing for the Titans now. That's right. Uh, you know, Cedric went on to uh, to go play. University uh, of Texas. UT and then went on to uh, – he signed with uh, uh, as an undrafted free agent. Oh, yeah. And uh, played on some practice squads and stuff. He's thriving really good now. I follow his social media. Um, and, and then – you know, a lot of lot of talent. You know, you have put a lot of good athletes together, and you're gonna have good teams. Yes, I it, mean, that, back then they were, you know, they were running the slot T. They were good at it. Uh, it helped obviously because they had a lot of good backs. I mean, yes. they had five, six backs. Yeah, yes. yeah. So they had. I mean, that was several kids had over a thousand yards. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? that was Cleveland and Cold. Yeah, Springs. and Cold Springs. Yeah, yes. exactly. And they all played at that time. They were all played little league football together. That's right. That's coming right. up. You know, that's uh, right. And and going up into those years, and then separated off into junior high and then that's high right. school. That's what's exciting about a lot of these coaches' changes. Yes, that we have around the area. You, uh, you, you know, you, you get you get coaches in, you get coaches out, and a lot of times when they're hiring, you don't know is it going to mesh, is it not going to mesh. But sometimes, man, you get the right coach in, and and he brings that that type of offense or that type of defense, and he can he can really relate to the kids and get them to buy in. And play hard. Uh, you just don't know what's going to happen, and and so a lot, a lot of, a lot of these coaches, you know, they go to these different places and they they have lots of success. Some go to places that, you know, are, are subpar and have a lot of success. And, yes. and I think it's just that's what's so exciting about seeing these coaching changes. And I know we've had a lot in the area, and so it's kind of when you're trying to pick, you know, and say, hey, you know, like. Crockett, what's the most like, impactful? Yeah, what's the most impactful? Yeah, so yeah, you know everybody, and that's what's so fun about high school football is is driving down the road or or hanging out after after party or a barbecue or whatever, and saying, hey man, you know, how do you think so and so is going to do over at Bridge City? You know, and so and so, oh man, he did great when he was at da da da, and then they got you know those type of kids to run what he's trying to do, and yes, and so uh, yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun just to try to sit here and. And you talk about and, Bridge and City. I mean, there, there's a coaching change there this year. Right. And uh, Chad Landry's out. And uh, Alan DeShanzo is in. And uh, McGuire, uh, they're at Bridge City. And, uh, you know, Bridge City's one of them towns that we would see them in the in the postseason, right? That's right. Back in that 2007 to 2012 era. That's right. You know. It do they travel so big? I know. I mean, they travel huge, and they are loud. Yep. I remember doing a game. Robert and I did a Cold Spring Bridge City game, and and uh, excuse me, it was Cleveland Bridge City game. Yep. Uh, I believe it was in, in Crosby. No, it was in Baytown at okay, the old right. stadium in that's Baytown. Right. That's right. Baytown. It, it yep. was a Saturday afternoon. Baytown Sterling's yes, stadium. One o'clock game. Yep. And dude, you, we were on Cleveland's side. Yeah. And you could hear the Bridge City crowd. They were losing by like three scores, and you could hear you could Bridge City. Hear yeah, yeah, they they were in the game. But uh, oh yeah, you know, there's a Crosby got a new coach, Jerry uh, Preto. We talked about this Crosby That's job. Right. You and I did yep. uh, throughout the summer. And, That's right. And what makes that job appealing and uh, to go to? You know, they made a they made a title run during COVID. That's uh, right. Twenty twenty. Uh, right. Uh, they made a title. Yeah, that, run that little there. area has got a lot of athletes. I mean. You got North Shore on one border, you know. You got, you got Barbers Hill, you got Barbers on the Hill other. and the Dayton on that border, and and so that that Crosby has lots of talent, uh, and and with like I said, with the the Preto him leaving, and and going on to do other things. Uh, yep, that, that was a good job. 
Yeah, really good job. Very, very appealing. Very and job. you and I talked about mm-hmm. it because uh, yep. you, we we talked about very. Good I, I brought it up. Why wouldn't Ricky be interested in that job? You know what I mean. And and, and Ricky's up in Bryan right now, and and uh, building that program and getting things lined out in the right direction over there. Yep. And uh, something that Ricky's really good at. But but that's one of them jobs. If you want to. I feel like that if you want to have that opportunity to now come uh, in in day one and and try yes. to try to do something in year one and year two that that's and that's the thing jobs. some jobs you know you come in and and that's the thing about high school football is you know you 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 only get the cards that you're dealt correct you know uh, it's not like college to where you're you know you're recruiting what you want and the type of guys you want to move you come in that's what you got so I think for a lot of these coaches when they're when these jobs open and they're looking and they're seeing. You, you know, you're typically thinking, hey, you know, they, they are, you know, have been very well in the past. Right. And, what and if, they have the type of football kids in that town or, you know, wherever me, it may be. Let me ask you this, because you and your brother talk a mm-hmm. lot. Whenever he's, whenever he's looking at a job, does he go all the way back to what did their junior high do? Does he look at that? I, I think probably a lot of when you're looking, at obviously, is – you know what the living condition where you know right. where's it at? Uh, is your family going to be happy there? Uh, that that's probably the number one thing. Two is 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 what do they do? What have they done in the past? Right. You know uh, what? Do I have a chance to go in there and and really pour my heart out and have success on the winning and losses? And and also, is it a type of place that I can buy in? Obviously, relate right. to the kids and make a make a difference in those kids' lives. And right. And I think in these coaches, uh, that's probably one of the or at least with him that's one of his biggest things that he likes about it i mean nothing's better than you know you're out and about eight years down the road and you run into one of your old players and they're you know great citizens and have a family and they come up to you and say hey you know you made a massive impact on my life well and and so i think i think when it comes to the competitive side you want to win because ultimately if you don't win ultimately you ain't gonna have a job right i mean that's you know those old saying you know that you know what you do at, at the junior high level typically don't get you fired, but what you do at the varsity level, you know, you have to win. Uh, <clears throat> and so, I think really that's kind of my my thinking as far as uh, you know where where you pick to go. It's just you know most of the time, typically, I think you want to stay where you're at. You know, especially if things are good. Yeah, you you built a home, but but at the end of the day, you know, like you take some of these smaller schools, for example, a, a younger guy. Uh, Cold Springs, for example, is kind of a smaller school, and they're growing. But you know, at the end of the day, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get your salary up to a certain point, and they're just not gonna be able to pay what maybe some of the bigger schools do. Uh, correct. And at the end of the day, when you're talking retirement and things like that, and just kind of being promoted, and same thing in the business world. I mean, you, you know, you start out at one spot, and you'd like to be the boss or, or higher up and and make better money. And I think for these coaches, uh, when you have these coaching changes here, these smaller schools, it's harder to keep guys there right you know unless you get a guy that's kind of already been there done that in some different places and he's like man look i want to sit here and i want to run my win total up or i want to sit here just because i like the community they back me and, right. and we we're turning out good citizens and good you know people good productive kids yeah, good production yeah. you know that kind of thing and i think that's how you keep it but at the end of the day i mean you know here at cold springs you know that was our thing with when my kids was or Cameron's now a junior. He was a seventh grader when Ken came. Yep. And that was my big thing is I wanted him to stay all the way through Cameron's. Right. Uh, just so we didn't have a lot of change. And that way they got comfortable with what the coaches are expecting. And they and you build a program. Right. Uh, and, and I think that goes a long ways. And that's just like, you know, down at Corgan. I mean, that's been a powerhouse forever. You know yes. what I mean? When Seven was there, they just powerhoused year after year after year. And so when you start trying to pick you know who's going to win and loses and losses, and who you're, man. You you come across them, and you're like, man, I got to give them some credit there. Same thing with Dieball. Yes, uh, Morrison. I mean, he's done a great job, great program Dude, that he's built. Went, you know, took a program that couldn't couldn't right. buy a win. That's right. To to being a district title contender year in and year out, that's and, right. and making that's right making strides. And not only the football. I mean, just the whole athletics in general. Their baseball's really good. Softball's good. Hey, their youth baseball's yeah, on point youth too. Youth baseball is good. For, and, I mean, so 
you know, all that stuff. But that that's the thing when people ask me, oh, you know, well, Dabal had a lot of seniors last year, you know, or, you know, or who's going to win that game? And I said, man, you, they got a matter. program. They, they got a program, and what ends up happening when, when you have that is you'll have a freshman and sophomore that you're able to kind of keep together yep. those groups. And when you have seniors graduate, you move so many juniors up, and you may not know about a lot of those juniors, and those coaches do. Yep. And they can tell you, hey, we got three that are coming up that could have started on the varsity last year, but we had a lot of seniors, you know. Yep. And so a lot of times it's just hard to tell. Right. No, you're you're 100% correct. And, that, and that's why I like going to – so many games and and have a relationship that I've built with so many of these coaches uh, right. over the years. Uh, being able to talk about, hey, what do you have in the pipeline? Splendor's got a kid that's he's a freshman this year. I, met, I actually made a TikTok. It was something he posted on Facebook, and I made a TikTok, and it was on a block that he made. Is that right? He was in seventh grade. I'll show it to you when we get all when we get done here. Yeah. But he was in seventh grade. He's a freshman this year. Okay. So going to get to watch him through his high school career. Yes, yes. Uh, he's injured. He had shoulder surgery in the offseason. He's supposed to get released uh, in the next week or two. Uh, but just by following his mom on, on social media, uh, he's supposed to get released. So he's he's going to be a lot of fun. Aiden Hernandez is his name down there in Splendora. So I'm looking forward to uh, – Well, we play and he is a Cold big Springs kid. plays him. Yeah, we up. got him on the schedule. So we'll get to see it live. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if he's going to – He's going to start at the varsity level. Uh, you know, you just – you don't know. But with his size, he he, he could. Right. Uh, his maturity of the game is going to be obviously the question, and that's something that we talk about, you and I have talked about a lot, is, you yep. know, these freshmen playing. And, and it's going to be a topic that we talk about in the coming weeks. That's right. But, uh, you know, Vider picked up a new uh, – New head coach after going six and five last year, Jeff Matthews uh, moves out uh, for a career outside of education, and uh, his overall record was one seventeen and one twenty four, and his best season was in twenty eleven with Vider with ten and three, and uh, Vider sticks to the slot T uh, slot T coach as they hire former offense coordinator from Bridge City and Harden Jefferson, uh, Dwayne Debose was in there oh yeah uh, he was hired in bridge city got a new coach uh down in the small schools though three a buna uh hires uh kevin terrier uh gary kine he steps out uh resigns after th that was that was a whole another deal you yeah, remember, remember last year there was something there going was a on lot there. of stuff yeah. going on down there in buna and uh wasn't we couldn't ever really get the the story of what what was going on but right uh, they hired an interim coach in there to uh, take over, uh, and he he stays in there for the 2023 season. Right, they went ahead and hired him. Yeah, went ahead and hired him. Uh, one that we've talked about, well, Harden Hornets hired Chad Taylor. Okay. Oh, yeah. We've talked about all this, and the reason why I went there and then going to back up is good old friend, Toby Belt, takes – the Tarkington, Tarkington job. Over, Chad yeah. was at Tarkington, had a had a four and six record, and uh, we all know the story there. Chad, after one season, I mean, it's just been down there on the prairie. It's been yeah. every year a new coach, new coach, new coach. There's been no stability. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you had Zach Bass was there for what two seasons? I think so. I believe he went on to Harden Jefferson. They hired uh, Chad Taylor. He comes in. You know, well, they hired another guy. In, be in, in between them, yeah, in yes. between those two. There was the another hire in there. I'm trying to remember what his name. He was from way out west. Yep. He comes in as an AD, stays a year, steps out. Yep. Chad comes in uh, for a year after leaving the offense coordinator job in Liberty. Yep. He takes a job in Tarkington after one season. Yeah. Now TB got the job. That's right. Yeah, we're we're. I know my family is really excited about Toby getting that job. Uh, you I'm know, Toby, excited about the I grew growth. up with Toby and, and their family, and so I watched him play high school. I watched him play Dixie Youth Baseball all the way up, play at Sam. When I was at Sam Houston, uh, he was finishing up at Sam. And matter of fact, the, the apartment that I ended up moving into, uh, Toby Foreman from West Orange Stark, yep. who was that shoemaker, uh, was living there with Toby Belt. And Toby Belt moves out, and Toby told us, I move in. Right. <laughs> so everybody around there was like, where's all these Tobys coming from, right? Coming Toby from Cleveland, graduated. Texas. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're super excited about that. You know, Toby was on the staff at Cleveland uh, back then. Uh, then he ended up uh, moving around and followed Brian Ritchie to 
uh, Harlingen South uh, and, and did that deal and then, you know, worked his way back. But yeah. for him to get the opportunity to target, I think it's great. I think Toby will stay. I think uh, they just got to kind of put their identity on what they're doing. Right. No, and you know, I agree. Get, get their identity and, and start building a program like we talked about, you know. And, and that's what Targington needs. That's you what know, they need, yeah. I, I caught a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. off of a comment last yes, year at Targington <laughs> and and I stood by what I said people don't listen for me listen to me uh, to my show or whatever for <laughs> for my favoritism to one team or another they because in that same episode right I also said Cold Spring wasn't going to make the playoffs yeah which I didn't see that and and I went ahead and drove that nail in and yeah. you know there's just been too much down there on the prairie. When you have turnover and, yep. and you're taking – and we talked about this a while ago when it's, you know, who's going to win what and how are they going to do. I mean, you know, nobody knows. All you can do is go off of what you see, what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, you know, like these scrimmages, I mean, some people will call some, man, you know, how did, how did so-and-so look or how did they look, you know. And, I mean, really all you could tell is you have to go who they're playing. We just say, man, up front, this is what we look like. Or, right. You know, and, and a lot of times – you know, maybe your maybe your DBs are a little soft. Maybe your running backs are soft. Maybe your quarterback's not there. I mean, whatever the case may be, but you have to take all that in consideration. And I think last year, when it come to Tarkenden, you were trying to take all the coaching changes and everything in you're consideration. Exactly right. And as young as what they yeah, were. Yeah, and they were young. Yeah, and so you know, obviously being young, you're going to miss blocks. You're going to miss this, and and a lot of times it takes everybody doing their job to yep. be able to march down that football field and score. And know, they have some play- – Tarkington has some playmakers. They, they really do. Mm-hmm. They have uh, yeah, they got Gunner some- Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one, uh, gosh, Lacey Mills' son. I'm trying to think of his name. It slips my mind. I, I we'll had to went get a to talk about, and look at it. I, I, I went to talk about him last, last year. Right. And, and his name slipped my mind then uh, – I'll pull it up because the kid the kid deserves um, every bit of forest. No, right. hang on. Bear with me. I'm looking. Rock page. Okay. Rock page. That's right. I, I knew I'd pick it up, but I had to look look back because his mom texted me the other day and uh, was like, "Hey, where do I find this?" They were talking about. They're talking about rock, and and what it was, it was Tarkington's broadcast doing a roundtable talking pre, you know, preseason kind of talk about Tarkington football. I'm sure Coach Belt was in there. Right. So, uh, but anyway, with that being said, uh, you know, they have some playmakers. It's just a matter of all the wheels on the bus going round and round yeah. at the same yeah. time, and and having that stability. I, I, I'll go on a limb and say it. I don't look for them to have that great success especially with the district that they're in. Mm-hmm. I don't look for them to have that great success that they that the Tarkington faithful want them to have. I think it's a 500 season at best again this year yeah. uh in my opinion and in but it's something they can grow on and well, if it they takes ha- time. It yeah, does. It, 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 you know, good things come it takes time and when you you know, you have coaching changes or you reload. I mean, you know, you got kids that are learning how to do this block. And then, so I, I don't know if Toby's going to kind of go with the same thing they were already doing or is he kind of changing up some things. I, I haven't talked to him about that. But well, and it's something I, I definitely gonna... think, though, that they, they can start a foundation there and, yes. and they can definitely do it. I mean, I know he's been there and done that and he's seen programs. I mean, he come up under the, the Bill Bryant and back in the day when Cleveland would play the Jaspers and yes. all that and all those good days. But, uh, I I look for them to uh, I look for them to you know set their identity you know and, I and think it's Toby, just hard to tell and I think Toby will and I've had some conversations with a few people yep. that have kids involved in that program down there and uh, you know one of the things that that they they said is you know he's pretty firm on 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 the attitudes of the kids and this and that and you know there was uh, one uh, the parents that I talked to pretty regular. Matter of fact, he's waiting on me to call him back yeah. from uh, last week when he called me wanting to talk about that scrimmage yeah. last Sunday. But uh, he called. But, you know, he told him. He said, like, Toby called him in. His, Coach Belt called him in his office and said, hey, look, man, your son, this, that, you know. And he told him. He said, hey, it's a different kid, I promise you. You're going you're gonna to get – everything you expected out of him plus some right, right you know he's had 
some maturing, and that's the thing, them kids young and with the young program. Because, you know, Coach Belt was there last year. Yeah. Uh, so he knows the kids. He knows and, yeah. the kids and knows the program that was there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of changing hats, if you will, and, and moving forward. So I'm excited to see what, what – what TB can do over there can on do, the yeah. prairie. Yeah, I know. wish them the best. And like I said, I mean, they they may they may surprise us. I mean, it's always good being the underdog. It, it really that is. That way you don't have the big expectation. And if you do better than, you know, hey, it's it's a positive. But, yeah, it just takes time. I want to talk about one more coaching change and uh, as before we get ready to start wrapping this thing up. Crockett hires a new coach. J.D. Jordan comes in. Alton Dixon steps down after two seasons, 8-13 and 13 overall record there in Crockett. And the reason why I bring them up is because it's a program that you and I have yep. followed for a long time and we've talked about. And, and Monty Jack Driscoll Stadium is one of my favorite stadiums to go to yep. uh, because of the heritage that's there. And oh, getting yeah. in I there mean, and that, calling And it. we talked about like a while ago with the Corgans and your die balls. Yes. I mean, Crockett's that place. It, it Crockett's is. that place where somebody says, hey, you know, what do you think about the Crockett job? You know, I'm like, typically that's a good job. Yes. You know what I mean? Typically you're going to have, you know, lots of good athletes and, you, you know, you should be pretty decent. It's still kind of rural yeah. uh, in, in that kind of area. And so you got a lot of hard-nosed kids that, you know, are used to – you know, being out in the heat and the hay fields and all that good stuff. And I, I don't know. I just – I think that's a good place to be, and it's one of those deals that you just got to get in there and, and set your ways. And uh, and get know, the kids to buy and, in. And get the kids to buy in and, and bring your style of football and, and tailor that around those type of kids that they have. No, you're exactly you know, some right. Some people, you know, like typically Cole Springs has, has been more of a running back type school. You know, yes. Uh, it's not been a you know your six three quarterback, and you got all these receivers, and not that they can't do that, but typically when you go back and you look at your ninety two days and your two thousand and ten and eights and all your barbares and all them, and you and you look at the success that Cole Springs had, they were running the football. Yes, you know, uh, Crockett is that type of place to where, and and I mean, we watched it last year after the game. I mean, yep. I was just so shocked at. Like, the quarterback was phenomenal. I mean, yes, I watched him put balls on the rope, and I thought, man, this guy, he just looks like a college quarterback. You know yeah. what I mean? No, and we and, talked about and, it the whole way home. Yeah, and so uh, – and, and my youngest was on the JV last year, and, I mean, you know, they had a good squad on the JV. And so, I have to take all that consideration and think, you know, those kids move up, they lost that quarterback, but they had a lot of young kids that were really good. Yes. And so, those kids are going to be sophomores now. So they're probably going to be pretty active on the varsity. You get this guy in here who's been at A-Leaf Taylor as a head coach. I mean – He's, he's been, moving from the city to the yeah, country. Yeah, he's moving out there. But yeah. you, he's got to know what he's doing. You know, it has to. I mean, he's been around. So and, and Crockett, as a community, they expect to win. Yeah. They expect to win. And I'm sure that there has been a lot that's went into yeah. – to that hiring process to be able to bring somebody in there. And so, Jimmy Thompson was there for a while. Long while. Yeah, he, he was there for a while and he left and uh that's when the Dixon guy got that job and And we really thought yeah, the Dixon guy was gonna be a good fit with his background, mm-hmm. right? You know, didn't he play at A and M or something and I think so. And had had the resume to go in and, and yep. thought it would be That's uh, right. Be really good and, and it and unfortunately it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Man, but, sometimes I think you got coaches that that do, you know, they run what they run, and and where they go, that's what they're going to do. And I think, I think you got to be able to do a little bit of both. I think you have to tailor what you do around the kids that you got. You're exactly right. Uh, and and it's no different than you know you're at Cold Springs and you go to the six A level. I mean, yeah, what you do at Cold Springs, you're probably not going to be able to do there. So you're going to have to learn the other stuff, or you know, you're going to have to figure out how to spread it out. Yeah, you're going to do some different things because you're not going to be able to do what you could do at a smaller school. Most Uh, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just – it would be interesting seeing how Crockett does. I mean – And Trinity makes a coaching change. Um, Yep, saw uh, that. Patrick Goodman's out. Sean Stout moving in. Uh, Goodman was there for five seasons. Um, Stout was promoted within – Coming off of a one and nine record last year, Trinity's a place that I like to go. Man, they built a nice little facility. Well, they did, didn't they? Man, they they had a community member that uh, left the district uh, some a lot of money to go specifically towards athletics, yeah. right? And uh, man, they went in there and they turfed nice. that field. It, it really is, and 
uh, I hate that we're not making that stop on 19. I know, I know, I know. Because uh, the broadcast booth, man, those guys Didn't up they there, treat you well up there? Dude, they did. They, yeah. it, it was That's like, a whole podcast itself of what it, schools and – yeah, treat you well as far as eating in the press box, right? Yeah, no, I mean, and, yeah. and, and we're going to stretch out. Yeah, you, I read a gonna... forum about that the other day, and it was a lot of people tagged in, and it's interesting seeing, you know, at, throughout some of the places they talked about that. So since you brought it up, the yep. best one that we've had over the last couple of years, Cold Spring and Kirbyville played, and it was a year storms blew through. We played in Woodville. Really? Okay. They played in Lamar, too, one year. Play, we played – oh, I remember that. That was the coldest game I'd ever been to in my yep. life. But they played in Woodville. This was like three years ago. Okay. Right? Woodville opens up their stadium, says, hey, y'all come on and use this. Kirbyville was the home team. Cold Spring was the away team. The game was supposed to be played in Kirbyville. I think I remember that. Yeah. It, but the storm had blowed through. A hurricane had blowed through and kind of knocked the power out, and they had some dis- disruptions. So we, we played the game in Woodville. And we get up there. This was three years ago because uh, those of y'all who, who know me, I used to be a, a little small fellow. I was about 350 pounds and I could eat. <laughs> and and I decided when, when my little one was born, when Case was born, I decided, you know what, I need to be healthier. Yeah. Right? And uh, so I decided I'm going to jump on the train that everybody else does. I'm going to have this bariatric surgery. And I did. Well, I that game – was two weeks prior before me having surgery. Oh yeah. We get up in the press box, man. They have the best fried shrimp ever. Really, dude. A this spread. is in Woodville. This is in. They brought it from this restaurant in Kirbyville. They transported oh. it up there and fed us like kings. The best fried apple pies I've ever sunk my teeth into. I mean, <laughs> the best. Look, I ate three shrimp. I'm supposed to be on a liquid diet. You hear me? Yeah. Like, I'm coming up on two weeks You're from having surgery. You're blasting that yeah. diet right before you go. <laughs> hey, so, dude, <laughs> I have about four of them shrimp. They had some coleslaw that was really good. And I seen, I kept smelling them fried apple pies. I was like, man, I got to do it. Doggett was doing the games with oh me, right? Oh, my goodness. So, I slipped in there at halftime, and I got one of them fried pies. I ate the whole thing. Oh, my goodness. I said, man, I hope they – I hope. I hope, I hope it doesn't mess up my yeah. surgery or whatever, but <laughs> I got to have one of these fried pies, and and, and I did. And, and over the last several years, that has been the best. Because, yeah. you know, Chick-fil-A, what they do, they 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 sell it at such a discounted rate, and they promote so much to the schools and stuff right, and athletic right. program fundraiser-wise. So they always open up uh, the doors for the schools to, to serve. And, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a Chick-fil-A eater. I'm not – if I'm going to a game, I'm going to go sit down and eat somewhere. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, that's one of the, far, the my funnest parts of going to the game. Yes, riding to and from, and where are we going to eat? Some of the best podcasts, you know, are never where are we reco- going to eat at? Yes, you know, some of the best podcasts are never recorded because they're had in the front seat of a truck that's as right. we're driving to a game. And that's what me and you talked about. Yeah. I mean, we we'd go to these places and it'd never be a dull moment there and back. And the whole time we're like, we have so much content yeah. to talk about. We we don't <laughs> we we drove to Pflugerville. Yeah. And back, there was never a quiet moment. Mm-hmm. Case got him a little nap, you yep. know, on the way back. We That's stopped right. at Whataburger. But, I mean, it was. It was never a dull moment. That's right. And, and, and that, that was when I looked at our schedule this year at Cold Springs, and I thought, okay, where are we going? You know yeah. I mean? We're, so, I like to think of the stadiums. Like, Corgan, I think that's going to be a fun night. You yes, know? it is. Uh, so, you start looking at Woodville is going to be fun. Yes. We go to Woodville, too. So I like I, that's what I like doing is looking. I always like making the trip to Westwood, Palestine Westwood. But this year too. they come to us. They come to us, uh, which is going to be a very good game. I think that, that and we're going to talk yeah, about that as we progress and, and as we progress on through this season. Uh, I mean, we're going to be end up being a little bit more structured. And when, and when we talked about sitting down and, and doing this show today, right. I told you I said, you know, let's just shoot from the hip and roll with it. You know, that's right. and, and and throw some content. What me? This is what we talk about. When we're riding back and forth to a football game, that's right, and, and uh, it's it's fun and it's encouraging. Wednesday night starting next week, um, which this is today is the Tuesday, Tuesday the sixteenth, I think it isn't it Tuesday 15th. the fifteenth. So next week we'll be at Bullet Grill House on Wednesday nights. We're going to record on Monday nights here at in the hot box here at uh, Texas Podcast Media. Uh, if you if you have a vision. If you dream it, we can make it a reality. That's right. Texas Podcast Media. You you have a dream, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com, 
and uh, let's get together. We got some rates put together to uh, sit down and host and uh, record your podcast. You do it in my studio, and uh, I get you uploaded on all the major platforms, and uh, we roll from there. And uh, so if you're interested in hosting your own podcast, whatever it may be, fantasy football, uh, baseball, dude, baseball's getting hot. We're, we're past the all-star break. That's right. So, uh, but we have that capabilities here at Texas podcast media. Uh, and, and that's the beauty of having the 590 N high school sports podcast, uh, and being able to talk Texas high school football here in the Southeast Texas area up 59 North. And, uh, totally, I enjoy it. This is like my wheelhouse and I knew, Oh, All yeah. I had to do was get you in here. Oh yeah, and and like I said, we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So it, it's it's going to be fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'm going to tell y'all this. Toby is the big motivator in me having uh, Texas Podcast Media now. Right. Uh, we we had some conversations going to some games, and and I told him I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. Help me come up with a name, and he was absolutely no help. <laughs> and uh, so I put it. I, I sat down there and I thought and. And I was going to go with Texas Podcast Network, but University of Texas has that. Already has So, that. I said Texas Podcast Media. You, you put Texas in there, it's going to climb to on that search engine on That's Google. That's right. That's right. Right. And you're well, the thing about podcasts is, is, I mean, there's so many of them today. I mean, just yes. in all – and that's just where everything is going because nothing's better than to – I mean, I can be driving down the road and going to Houston and back, and I can hear one podcast, and before I blink of an eye, I'm there. Because I get tired of listening to the radio and some yes. of the music and stuff like that. You want to hear what's relevant. And, and, and what's good about it is, like, you know, you have these documentaries that come out on Netflix or something yes. like that, like the Johnny Manziel stuff. But if you'll go and search, like, the Johnny Manziel podcast, you can really get the in-depth Version of what of, they're able to do in 50 minutes. You know yes. what I mean? And so that's what I'm thinking on these podcast deals. We can really get in-depth on some of these games, where things are going, yeah. maybe some controversial calls. Uh, I mean, just like this college football, the realignment and all this different stuff and how these yep. uh, big conferences are, are going by the wayside. I mean, such a massive change there. Same thing in high school football, especially when it comes to realignment and you take a school and they get put in the big school, kind of like Shepard did. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's it's just a lot, a lot of fun stuff. No, it, it is. It's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of good stuff to talk about that people want to hear what are – opinions are that's right and thought process on a lot of these things and one of the things that I, i'm going to try to bring in here and uh is is uh doing some coaches shows i've talked to coach stanley uh over here at cold spring uh he's down to to jump in and, and do some recording with us uh we're going to reach out to coach belt down there in tarkington we got brian ritchie uh, there in Cleveland that, you know, think to kind of, of get through. Uh, so an opportunity to really talk to some of these guys and uh, Coach Ratliff, Coach Vanover. Uh, I'm working on getting everything to where they can just call in instead of having to get in the studio, but we can, we can get them on the phone and uh, do a do a 20, 30-minute uh, recording, you know, pike show with them, talk about last week's game, the game coming in, what's going on talent-wise. So uh, the sky's the limit for us here at uh, Texas Podcast Media and 590 High School Sports uh, Podcast. So I'm looking forward to all of it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. You can find us on YouTube as well, Texas Podcast Media and or uh, 590 Sports. There on YouTube, you can find us on both sides. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. Once we get to 1,000 subscribers, we can do YouTube live as well. So uh, next week when we sit down to do the podcast, we will be on Facebook live. Find us on Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a share over there. Uh, but next week I'll I'll set it up to where everybody will know it's coming. And uh, on Monday nights. Yeah, we're going to get to that 1,000. Yeah. We're going to get to the 1,000 on the YouTube <laughs> side for sure. But uh, we're going to hit – we're going to go live on uh, Facebook next week on 590 Sports and uh, try to – you know, uh, grow our audience a little bit more and maybe have some questions be able to come in that maybe we can answer and uh, interact with uh, yeah, I think our that's followers good over there. But, man, that's going to be a wrap for us this week uh, here in, in you know, negative week one, right? We're, we're, we're waiting <laughs> on week, week. Z- we're waiting on <laughs> yeah. week zero next week, right? That's we're trying right. to get there. So uh, Thursday night we're going to be in Cold Spring, uh, Cold Spring and East Chambers. Uh, one thing I didn't bring up, our thoughts and prayers go out to, to – uh, 
that our Anawak family down there is uh, they suffered a tragic loss. Uh, a couple of RC football players, a basketball player that's uh, in ICU. I just missed a phone call a while ago from Trent Hart, good friend of mine at Anawak Sports Live. Uh, see what he's got to, got to say here in just a few minutes. But uh, our thoughts and prayers go out, man. It, uh, when you lose one kid, it's in high school. It's so impactful. But to lose two mm-hmm. uh, in a, in such a tragic accident, it makes it even harder. And so our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, all, all of the family and friends down there in Anawak as uh, as they push through. Uh, the rest of this week and the rest of the school year, uh, you know, and, and some of them their lives uh, with the loss of these loved ones, uh, a couple couple guys that, that are gone way too soon. So uh, right. uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to them. But that's going to be a wrap for us here at Texas Podcast Media on the 590N Sports uh, Podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com or, and or – 59N high school sports at gmail.com. You can email us either or or hit us on the messenger there on Facebook. We'll be glad to answer them. So uh, that's a wrap for Toby Tolis. I'm Craig Irwin. Fun. We'll see you at the game.